This is Simon Transparently Awakening the heart of humanity As we see beyond the lies And open our eyes to realize This is our time to rise Welcome everybody to another Simon Transparently podcast conversation Today I'm very happy to say I'm with my friend Linica Hey Linica Hey Sai Happy to be here with you Yes, I'm happy to have you with me and Linica just told me this is actually her first podcast too. So mm-hmm. yay. Yay. I'm happy that I'm your friend uh, mm. on your first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had a we live together and we've had a beautiful morning of morning practice and we just shared a wonderful uh, what would we call it smoothie bowl, didn't we? Yes. Today we are coming to you to share about a beautiful program that we both. Uh, embarked on called Living in the Gift, which was created by Charles Eisenstein and some years ago, and I had started it and I wanted to do the whole course. And for any of you listening, you may have heard me talk about the gift a lot, the gift culture, living in the gift. And I've been exploring living in the gift culture, the gift currency for the last 10 years with more intention. And Lineker said, yes, I'm, I'm definitely up for that. Let's do it. And then we invited it into the wider community and, and allowed it to be a shared experience, which is also a beautiful gift because it, it helped motiv- motivate us, right? And it was lovely to see and feel other people's reflections. Yes. Mm. We actually, I learned a lot from what others have actually, yeah, captured and the treasures they found. Did you, did you experience that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was enriching and it felt really good to share this with each other. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like that was the gift in uh, working in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So Lineker and I, we've made some notes. We both like writing lots of notes. And when we were on the course, we were, like, we were writing like crazy. And I said, it would be lovely if we could come together and share our own personal reflections in the intention that inspires you either to go and do the course because it's there offered in the spirit of the gift on Charles Eisenstein's website. That would be amazing. You could dive deeper, maybe do exactly what we did, or you just take the, the, the reflections and the treasures from our uh, insights. So how would you, how would you like to start? How do you feel the best way is to start? What was you, what, what's alive in you? How are you feeling anyway? Do you want to just share that first? <laughs> hmm, I'm... Now that we are reconnecting to this course, because it's been a few weeks since we did it, and it's been really lovely to go through my notes again and reconnect to the richness of the the content and the feeling of awe that I that I gained from this course, because um, it it was just so much more powerful than I ever expected. Mm-hmm. When when we started, I, I came with an expectation of we're we're gonna receive some tools to work on our relationship with money and to develop a more sacred relationship with money and therefore find more more fulfilling ways to work with money that feel more aligned with spirit. Mm -hmm. And then going through this course, I realized that this living in the gift principle and this giving and receiving interaction between people it's really underlying everything. Mm. It's like it's like feels like it's what drives the cosmos, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that blew me away. Yeah, yeah. That that was the most important uh, lesson from that. 
Yeah, you, you mm-hmm. haven't said that to me before. And mm-hmm. I, you mentioned it briefly earlier, but I love the way you describe that. Yeah, you start to see that that is actually how the cosmos works. That's how life itself works. Yes. And yet we, we, we were never, that was never explained to us in the world of commerce, <laughs> in the world of, you know, uh, barter and, and trade and exchange. We didn't know about that magical, uh, powerful, uh, yeah, essence underneath how we give and receive and how we and how we abundantly receive constantly from life itself, which kind of kicks us off maybe in one of the notes that uh, I had, which is life is a gift, is fundamental. That's the fundamental, you know, teaching of the the course that life is a gift Mm. life is sacred Mm. um and i just want to give a tiny bit of context for for you all listening so there's 10 sessions uh, on the the journey but there's there's extra content there's conversations that charles has with beings that he's been inspired by and then every uh, session sort of invites uh I guess an inquiry would you say with that it's not like it's just teaching you like you said tools and stuff it's more like it's an inquiry isn't it for sure each session is an inquiry into some key topics that Charles has uh, experienced throughout which resonate with me um, in my experience too mm-hmm. and then at the end of there's like great questions isn't there there's some really just potent questions that mm-hmm. then, then evoke greater inquiry mm-hmm. afterwards and then there's what I liked, these little seed mantras, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of the, let's just say the outline, no? Is there anything you want to add to that? But that's the kind of, the, the, the basis of it, right? Mm-hmm. Each week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those mantras really pinpointed the essence of the teaching in, uh, in one sentence. Yeah, so, so should we dive in? What do you, what do you feel, what, what comes up for you first? What would you like to share from your notes? Mm. Well, to continue from where I just started, um, this idea of um, how this giving and receiving is underlying really everything in life and mostly those things that many people right now are craving for so much, the sense of belonging and sense of meaning and purpose in life and how all of that can be accessed when we enter this flow of giving and receiving. I thought that was very profound. And it also really spoke to me because I'm very interested in creating community and, and working with a group of people towards a shared goal. Mm. And, uh, and, and it helped me see how together we are stronger and we're in this together, that feeling. So through the giving, we receive so much and, and it circulates within the group. And when you're working together towards a shared purpose, everyone is flying together like a flock of birds. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can achieve much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then at the same time, you develop ties with each other based on yes. what you give and receive. You, you feel gratitude towards someone you receive from mm-hmm. or a sense of fulfillment from giving and serving another one. And, and that then weaves this web 
of relationships of people who, rather than an anonymous transaction in a shop, yes, where you just exchange money for something and then you never see that person again, you don't don't develop any ties. Yeah, no relationship. No, no. This is a much more fulfilling way of uh, of dealing with transactions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, that continues, that has a, that has a continuation into the future. Like Yeah, well, actually, like, it's not transactional. That's the whole point, right? It's not just a transactional experience. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. It, it changes. It, it's funny that my note at the bottom, gift creates relationships. Right. So we, were both, we were both, of course, resonating with that. Yeah. Yeah, because all of a sudden, you know what you said earlier, there's that interconnectedness and there's that uh, sense of we're in this together. So naturally, you know, my, my, my well-being is your well-being. Naturally, you share your gift with me and I feel a sense of like care mm-hmm. and, and support. Mm-hmm. And I want to, either, even if it's not linear, it doesn't mean I have to give back to you, but I want to naturally give on from that. It's a ripple effect. It's that general loving kindness, the pay it forward mentality. You know, that, oh, I, I, I go out and want to give, you know, give onwards. And then it goes back and it replicates and it comes back to you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in not in, it's not linear. It's mm-hmm. the big teaching that I've uh, taken from this and my own life experience with it. Yeah. So I give to you. I'm not expecting it back from you. Mm-hmm. And if it comes, something comes from you, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then I walk out the door or I go down the shop and I bump into somebody or somebody gives me a lift or somebody supports me by saying you can stay at my house or a smile or somebody buys my lunch or a tea you know it's like it's just constant mm-hmm. once you're really weaving in that field that you're talking about that field of loving giving yes yes and, and the key in that i think is that you don't have any expectations for any return and at the same time you do trust mm. that you will also be supported exactly mm. yeah which is vital did you have that down it's exactly the the um I always use that term, the trust muscle. Mm. Yeah, that actually embarking in the gift in the beginning, especially the first, I would say, three or four years for me, was actually, and, and still now, but I have much more confidence and trust now. Right. But in those first few years, it was, you know, when you do a whole event and not many people give money and you're doing an event based on that, mm-hmm. it, it can, it, it's challenging of your of your ego, it's challenging, it can be demoralizing if you're thinking that you need a certain amount of money and it doesn't come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can be really challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I, I do remember one time, not not even so long ago, a couple of years now, I was at a, quite a challenging point with living in the gift in this way and I actually reached out to Charles because I didn't know who else to turn to and I just wrote to him and said, you know, would you, could I talk to you, you know, because I've been following yours and other others that I'm inspired by. Mm. And we are friends. We built a friendship up, so it wasn't like I was just cold calling him. But he said, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to have a Zoom with you. Mm. And uh, and basically he came on and we just had, an, I don't know, an hour together, I think, and just me sharing my challenges and frustrations and, and kind of what I was doing and how I was doing it. Mm. And I, I never forget the one thing he said to me was just, you know, no, there's no roadmap for this. Mm. So you don't come to me and I've, I've got the, this is how it should be done. Mm-hmm. It's like we're all in this together and we're, and we're finding our ways. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, if zero, when you do an event or whatever you're offering, if zero, receiving zero is not abundant to you, 
then maybe you can't offer the gift in that way at that time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to have a price on it or mm-hmm. some, some fixed you know, amount that people also can offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was really, really helpful because I was kind of in this like, well, no, it's not the gift then. But he said, yeah, it can still be, there can be a fixed price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could also open that there can be, somebody can gift less or somebody can gift more. Mm-hmm. So it kind of opened this, you know, this greater window. Ah, oh, okay. And I was a little bit stuck on that. Right. You know, it has to be, gift is like, you know, everybody has to decide. Yeah. And maybe you could speak to this. So what I learned as, along the way as well is that everybody has a different relationship with money and value and what it means to them. And when you, when you ask somebody to value something, they find it very challenging, mm-hmm. very challenging. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to value it. In fact, we know the price tag of everything, the value of very little. Mm-hmm. So it frustrates people. Yeah. So I, I started to come up against people that were frustrated with having to choose what price tag or what amount of money they should or shouldn't give. Yeah. 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 I don't know if, yeah, what does that bring up for you? Well, uh, <laughs> I can totally relate to that. And at the same time, I can feel the same frustration as the per- person offering the gift. Like me offering a service that is on the one hand feeling like invaluable. And at the same time, it feels like it needs to be accessible to everyone. How do you put a price tag on that? Exactly. It's like one of my biggest frustrations working as a, as a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because yes, thank you for that for that distinction. It's really mm. beautiful. Yeah, because you're like, oh, it's got to be one hundred or one fifty, or because the kind of going market is this, and you're trying to. Fi- it's frustrating to find where you can position yourself, and often you're like, well, actually, yeah, you, like, you you can't put a price tag on this. How do you even put a price tag? And then we fall into the copying, no, copying what we think is suitable, but and so the gift actually opens up for me this opportunity for infinite potential mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so when this relate this is why i wanted to record this podcast with you as well in the hope that we share a little bit more of this uh, this ethos this this culture of us all everyone you listening as well falling into the greater abundance mm-hmm. that the more i give the more i have to give mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the more i give the more i have to give and then that changes. So when you come and you give me a massage, I, I want to be able to give, you know, to what to the maximum that I can give, for example. Mm. Of course, taking care of our own needs and so on. But, you know, mm. and I, I, I want to share one little story that I did this because most people think the gift means on some level, there's a, sometimes a generic feeling that you're poor or if you're doing the gift, you don't value which I want to talk about in a moment, motivations. And this idea that if I have to decide what I'm going to give, I will give the smaller amount, the lower amount. This becomes a kind of narrative. So people that have tried, you know, donation, pay what you can afford, gift and so on, often Mm. they're like, well, nobody actually gave us, if we were to charge 15 euros or 25 euros per person, which other people are charging we would have made more money because everybody's given like five or 10 or, you know, they haven't superseded it. And so people have this sometimes this um, correlation that the gift means that, you know, you can give less. Mm -hmm. That's not the gift. Gift, if we're coming from the concept that we 
our abundance and we are, you know, we have so much to give, mm-hmm. yeah, then we, when we tune into the heart and really give what we feel we want to give to support these people to help with circulation and we know we're going to receive from that, we want to give more, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I did this, this, this uh, couple in um, Bali, friends of mine, Sarita and Dharmaraj, they, they gifted Dara and I at the time a retreat and because they know we, we live in the gift they said listen we're gonna we're gonna gift this to you but you just have to pay for your food and stuff mm. and there was a sense that they were probably gonna receive less because they gifted us right we gave more than everybody in the whole retreat yeah beautiful mm. but this really for my brother Damaraj afterwards this really shifted his mindset yeah yeah because he's like oh Oh, we received more from you <laughs> than anyone else. Yeah. You see? Mm. I, get, I get goosebumps when I say that. Mm. So please, anyway, mm. yeah. jump in, jump in. Where should we go? Ah, Well, just to wrap up that topic, um, what also comes to mind right now is this um, example of one way to go about it, which, which I recently um, received from a woman I did a workshop with and who, who was working in the gift as well and her guidance on how to come to what is the right amount to contribute was to really feel what would bring a smile to your heart mm. and, and not think about it, but really feel because the heart will always come up with something else than the mind. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you had an experience like that, if I remember. You had an experience like that on that same because you did that, no? I did that, and yeah, I, I, I ended up giving more than I would have done otherwise. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had a really uh, enriching experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd love for, for for those of you listening, feel free to to write to me in the comments. You know if, what your experience has been with this, where you've uh, maybe you've been exploring this in your own workshops or your offerings. Or maybe you just have an experience of, of uh, what Linux and I have just spoken about and you want to share. I'm always happy to hear who else is uh, exploring this field. Ah, so let's take a nice deep breath. Mm. <laughs> so do you have something you have something next that you'd like to? Mm. Yeah, go on. Yeah, well, one other thing I became really acutely aware of is that this, um, once you choose to live in the gift, you will have to also face a lot of challenges and a lot of conditioning, especially conditioning around scarcity and um, conditioning around that we are separate from others. And I'm since I did this course, I'm starting to become very aware of those things um, and how I don't have that trust that I will be taken care of um, and how I do feel possessive of my belongings <laughs> when someone in the community borrows a cup. <laughs> <laughs> we had that, we had that yesterday, yeah. me and Lina go after like, where's that cup gone? Yeah. Where, where, where's that cloth gone? Where's these things? Who's moved this? <laughs> And it's beautiful to become aware of that mm-hmm. and, and to then be able to, to um, reframe that um, with the help of this course. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and not to mention, as you said yesterday, that a cup, you know, we, we can love our things. Now we want to honour our things. We don't want them just to be taken and, and used. But yeah, noticing how, just how that goes from the, 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 the micro to the macro now of how we do get attached to the ownership. And that also weaves into the, the conditioning around accumulation, no? Mm. We accumulate things. Mm-hmm. You know, mo- most households, I don't know if you ever watched that uh, documentary called The, Minim- the Minimalists. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that one? Yeah. And, and they kind of, I can't remember the numbers, but it's very high amount of numbers, thousands of things that people have in their house that they're not using, you know? But this is this accumulation that, that things give us a sense of um, wealth and... Uh, uh, ownership and we get attached to our things mm. yes you know? yeah as opposed to just circulating them yeah and knowing that we will always have what we need when we need it yeah you know yeah. that's why i love being a minimalist you know yeah it's, it's beautiful yeah i also love being a minimalist and and at the same time the natural tendency is to start accumulating <laughs> again like i came to portugal with one suitcase <laughs> and now my car is already full with other stuff <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've been, you've been, uh, you've been uh, creating the womb space, no? <laughs> yeah. You've been making your little nest. Now you have to like drop it off a little bit and then yeah. go to the next place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's not to say for everyone listening, it's not to say you shouldn't own things and you shouldn't have things. That's not what minimalism is about. It's really for me. Again, the gift is about trust, as Lineker said, and it's about trusting that we are the gift. We are the abundance. We are whole and complete and we don't need anything outside of us in order to to complete us. Now, then if you still want to have things, of course, have what you need, but not from that place. You know, like there's a lot of people in this world that are shopaholics, for example, they're they're accumulators. It becomes an addiction. You know, I work in a job that I don't really like and then at the weekend I want to go and spend the money not invest, but spend, spent, spend the money, right? Because mm. I'm spent, right? Mm. And give the money back to the same shops, stroke industry that I'm working in a job that I don't like all week in order to somehow feel that I'm worthy of something because I could go out and spend my money. Mm. As opposed to flipping that mentality and being about, Every, everything I give is an investment, is a circulation to support me to give and receive my gifts. And uh, I love this note I had here, because deep from a soul culture, he speaks about soul culture, which I loved. He said, for deep down, we have a yearning to make art our work. We have a yearning to make art our work, because we are, we are artists, we're magicians, we're, we're, we're creators. Mm-hmm. Creation is us mm-hmm. and we want to express that. Mm-hmm. And when we don't get the potential to do that, sometimes the alternative is in buying things. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see that? Like going to a film, going to watch a film, for example, to get the exhilaration of the, the emotions that that person on the screen is experiencing, that we get a taste of it because we're not experiencing that. Mm-hmm. But when, when, I, when I'm talking about how we live and how I'm wanting to evoke people to live is to live that. Mm. That's the gift. Mm. To feel exhilarated, to feel alive, to feel that I'm contributing and expressing my gifts. Yes. 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 <laughs> and, and, and so we're talking about not just money when we talk about the gifts, but about 
everything that we can gift and contribute and be in service with. Yeah. 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 And that's what I often say that like you and I live like this now, the, the way that you and I share is part of that now. Would you agree? The way you share your gifts with me and I share my gifts with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so that's what I mean when I say to people, um, it's not about money per se, you know, the idea of money. Like, what are your gifts to give? And that sometimes really challenges people. Mm. But actually, we all have so much to give. Mm -hmm. Skills, resources, wisdom, you know. Mm -hmm. Often you've shared with me a book, you know, uh, an audio book. Or, you know, you know all, we have so much to share with each other. Mm -hmm. that, that isn't just in this, you know, one, uh, oh, I don't have anything because, you know, my bank account's low this month. So it's like, well, mm. you, you, can, you are the gift. You can bring yourself and receive. And that's how I've lived. How, mm. how have I lived like I've lived, I've told you this many times, for the last 10 years? Which is amazing. You know, yeah. like literally, and yes, I've had, yeah. I've had price tags on some things, of course, but, but the way I've lived and what I've received is, is just wild mm -hmm. from trusting that. Yeah. Being invited to people's events and all these different, you know, all, yeah. all in alignment to the gift because people also enjoy my energy as a gift. Mm -hmm. My energy is a gift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People are like, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to have you here because, you know, you bring energy. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I can make some people laugh, maybe, by being silly, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And, and what I also really appreciate that I've been able to get a taste of this through our friendship and the way we live together and have similar ambitions is that, um, yeah, it's already great to give you something because I love you. But mm. feeling that we also um, have a similar purpose has helped me feel what it feels like to be in this together and to feel like the better you are doing, the, the better I will be doing as well. Yeah, and vice versa, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's a beautiful point you bring up because we have that shared purpose. Just being with somebody walking alongside and having that companionship, I mean, boom, that's huge, no? Mm. That's a huge gift, mm. you know, that you can be, you can be sharing, sharing uh, the moments of life, of, of the birth of something that wants to come through you, which is very similar, a shared purpose, a shared vision. And then, and then to share those experiences and share those uh, moments of it coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And being there, you know, and, and I'm even like talking about even being there when you come and give me a massage, you know, and like, ah, oh, or we, we, we do our morning practices together. That, that morning, sharing morning practice together is such a gift. <laughs> How many people I meet that don't have motivation mm. and they, they don't have somebody around to like get up with in the morning? Or, you know, sometimes I don't want to get up and you're like, are we going to do morning practice? I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> like, I might stay in a little bit longer, but then I feel like, oh no, I should get up. The nigga's already up. <laughs> and so you know, these are these are these are also gifts. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Mm. So, anything else on your little notes that feels really <laughs> potent? Well, one line I wrote down here is standing out to me, and that is that living in the gift means stepping into life. Mm. Um. Because it is like you're, step, you're, you're allowing a flow of energy to start and, and to start moving that would otherwise be missing or stagnant. Mm. 
And now you're activating this flow and you're stepping fully into it, which puts you in a position where life can also come to you with surprises and magic and things that you could never have thought of before. Um, and it also means that you're stepping more fully into the messiness of life and the dependencies on others. And, um, and, uh, and, and that's all good. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Rather than rather than resisting it, yeah, you're you're saying yes to life. Yes. Yeah. Yes to the gift is yes to life. Because mm. if life is the gift, and you're saying yes to the gift, you're saying yes to life. Yeah. And you're and, and I don't know if you've got it on your notes, but did you bring up the, the point about synchronicity, which is really one of the one of the topics now of of one of the um, the weeks mm -hmm. is is just uh, see if I have it there, but it was really. Yeah, the, the only sentence I wrote about that was to allow things to come to you rather than reaching out for them. Mm. And yeah, that connects to that topic of learning how to receive, which a lot of us haven't learned. Right. Because we're very conditioned to go for what we want and to reach out for it. And when you feel like you need something, you just go and buy it. Right. Rather than waiting for life to come to you. Yeah, and trusting, and trusting the divine timing of that and the divine moment. Right. And this is when you actually need it, not when you thought you needed right. it. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, very powerful. Yeah, yeah. And that's where the magic and the synchronicities then come in. When we surrender to allowing life to decide. Yes. When it's time. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so I have here, uh, synchronicity is a gift from higher intelligence. Yeah. It is, uh, it's, it's an, what you just said, it's an unforced surfacing. Mm -hmm. And it comes from release of control. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the big one with gift. Yeah. Yeah. No. Do you remember the release of control? Mm -hmm. Reminds me of that song we listen to sometimes. I release control. <laughs> it goes on for so long. <laughs> and surrender to the flow of love that will heal me. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though, right? It's like it's all linked. And, and also, when we're aligned to that higher aim, yeah, that higher aim or that, that, that sense of um, uh, higher intelligence, if you mm, will, mm -hmm. then synchronicity itself supports us. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. So it, so it is like a, a, um, one of the titles on session five is called Synchronicity and Sacrifice. And it was this idea that, um, yeah, synchronicity is a gift because... You didn't do anything to align to the synchronicity, you know. It it just happens, right? And uh, and that we can um, we can generate synchronicity, yeah, mm -hmm. because we're not in control of the magic, right? The mm -hmm. magic is happening to us. Yes. And and um, yeah, and I just want to drop in here because I, it, please don't feel we have to go this way yet. But I, I just remember this is this was a seed that we really loved, you know, mm. seeing with generous eyes, mm -hmm. which come in session five. Because it was like, can you, yeah, can you really see all of life with, with generous eyes? And normally I use the word loving, loving eyes or eyes of love, but uh, there was something about generous eyes. Like when I'm, I've been doing that since, yeah, in this last, um, last month mm. of when I'm watching other people, other beings, um, yeah, just seeing like, you know, everything that someone is, is giving, is offering, 
is it is it is an offering mm. whether or not i think it's you know good right wrong is irrelevant it's like they're offering that's that that's them as a creative being of life force is offering something mm-hmm. and seeing that generosity that's constantly happening you know like the other day just seeing somebody let somebody out on the road no that's generous that's generous generosity happening right there you know they stop and let somebody cross the road mm. yeah mm. you know mm. and these little things you see the ordinary becomes the extraordinary mm-hmm. extraordinary you know we see that we see the awe and the the magic that's happening in all these little moments which might seem mundane to some people mm-hmm. or just like oh well, that just happens mm-hmm. no that's the magic at play yeah and, and wasn't the scene with generous eyes also about seeing the best in in people even though they might be labeled as criminals exactly um, yes and and not necessarily be doing the things that you want them to do but yes. seeing their soul and seeing their humanity as well mm. yeah and, and actually seeing that where they are on their path yeah as opposed to coming from a more superior look of like oh you know they're less than right but they're actually on their own journey of you know uniqueness evolution mm-hmm. and and who's to know that they don't need that experience that they're going through right in that moment mm-hmm. for their own synchronistic unfoldings that are offering them the gift of life right and that's you yeah. know that's a big letting go no? letting go of judgment yeah. yeah yeah so so you can i hope you're really as everyone listening to this can you see that we're talking about the gift and often people think it's just about money i hope you're getting the richness of what lineker and i are sharing here this is As, as Lineker said at the beginning, this is about how the cosmos weaves and how we as humans have become distorted and uh, dysfunctional and, and full of judgment and projection and assumption. But actually, when we start to see life and ourselves as sacred, as a gift, as we as divine beings, the frequency, the dimension that we're playing in is completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see more more and more clearly how cut off we are from from the natural way of living. Like I knew that already, but this course has taken it to another level. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. So, what have you got left then? Mm. I know we could we could do uh, we said at the beginning we could do series of series of conversations <laughs> on this. I mean, we are we are scratching the surface, no? Yeah. Well, I don't know how much time do we have left because well, I have a beautiful sentence to end with. But um... okay, we'll we'll save that because I yes. have a I have a little bit here which you can speak to. Uh huh. Um, well, you already mentioned this. We're in this together, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite like this. Uh, the stance of the gift is part of something that transcends the individual. And you, you, I guess you kind of spoke about that because it's not about me and mine, mm-hmm. but it's it's transcending the, the the individual persona because now we're all in this together. You know that kind of links into that, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 And, and what I, what I said before, it uh, has really made me aware of how how I'm not conditioned to think like that. Yeah. And how I'm conditioned to think more in terms of scarcity. And one thought that is very often present with me is fairness. If I give this, then I want to receive this in return. Like it has to be fair. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's that's the transactional part. No, it's like yeah. I give and I want something back. Yeah. Which closes the door for the big, 
the big, it actually leads into my next thing, what I call the double boomerang effect. So when I give unconditionally, I give selflessly, mm -hmm. then it comes back double. Right. Yeah, or tenfold, some people say in, in, in different terminology. Yeah. And so, but it has to be selfless, which, which, ah, this is beautiful. Thank you for bringing this up because this weaves in beautifully, which I think you will agree mm -hmm. for people listening. And I think this would be helpful that we just speak a little bit about the motivations. Do you remember the motivations? Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah, I'm just going to whisk through them and then you can add, yeah? Mm -hmm. So for a, so, yeah, this is really key. So w w one of the sections um, which I love was in motivations. It was in the uh, session six and seven. And what Charles was pointing to, and this really touched me because these were some of the reasons why I went into it as well, but there can be problematic motivations. A motive is what drives motivation of why we go into the gift. And number one was that we doubt about the value that we offer. So we doubt that we have any value. So we think, oh, we just do it, do it, uh, do it as gift. And that's really linking into the doubt of our own self-worth, self-doubt. Number two is the desire to appear as a good person and selflessness. And I really like this one because there can be this sense, oh, if I'm doing it in a gift, then I'm, you know, I'm more superior. I'm, I'm the saint. I'm the righteous one. Mm. Yeah. Because, mm. you know, because I do the gift. Mm -hmm. Nobody else does the gift. <laughs> so I must be like, you know, I'm holier than them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more connected. Right. So. You? Yeah, exactly. Cool. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But no, but I really had that. I really went through that process in the early days of like, look, why isn't everybody doing this? I am doing this. You mm -hmm. know? I'm more spiritually awake and aware. And then the ego, the, the gift again, it will kick your butt because it will be like, okay, yeah. Is your ego really in check? Mm -hmm. How about you don't get any money for your retreat? How about somebody gives you 50 euros for a whole seven day thing? Okay, can you, can you cope with that? Mm -hmm. How does your ego deal with that? <laughs> you know, so it comes and whips your ass. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so that's really a problematic motivation. And then number three, this was big for me, the distaste for messy world of commerce. I don't want to have to deal with this. So the gift is not an opportunity to not face what we need to face in our society and culture. Mm -hmm. That was really uh, important for me. And, um, and Charles says that to the extent that this is present, you will experience difficulties. So to the extent that there's that distaste and that blame of anything really, but definitely in this instance around commerce. Mm. I don't know if you want to add anything to those little bits, if you remember, or if that sparks anything. Yeah, what, what I remember from that section is what Charles said about you cannot serve two masters simultaneously. Um, so you have to be really clear on your motivation. You, you cannot do something because you want to become a well-known, famous author, for example, and at the same time also have as a purpose to create a more beautiful world. Beautiful. So you have to choose one. Yeah, I love that. And mm. the question was, who is your master? Who exactly. is your master? Yeah. Who is your master? Yeah. And I like this here. Um, and the question, this is a great question for everyone listening. Like, what do you really care about? Like, maybe take a deep breath in on that for a moment. Yeah, and just let that, let that question sink again. Like, what do you really care about? 
Because if you come from that place, that will maybe support you of, of what's driving you, as Lineker said, not, not for the likes on Facebook or, you know, to be, to be seen and, and so on, but actually that you're offering something that you truly care about. Hmm. Yeah, lovely. And then um, the seed for that one, actually, I'm just going to say it to you now. The seed for that actual session was, um, I am valuable, I am beautiful, I am willing we are all in this together. I am valuable. I am beautiful. I am willing. And yeah, go on. How, how, I'm just wondering if it's clear how that ties into what you were talking about. Well, that was the seed. That was the mm. seed at the end of the um, uh, synchronicity story and the motivations. So it was like I, 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 I received it as the poisons. Actually, it's nice you say this. So the poisons are self-doubt. Mm. vanity, mm. escapism. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that clarity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so self-doubt, as we said, based on those three problematic motivations. Vanity, I want to look good. Escapism, I don't want to face anything, right? Mm -hmm. And then the seed is actually, no, I'm valuable, I'm beautiful, and I'm willing. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to face this. I'm willing to go into it and share my gifts, you know? Mm. I'm really, I am beautiful. I'm already beautiful. I don't need to be told. I don't need to look for that. And I'm, I'm, I am valuable. I am already valuable. Mm. So I don't need to doubt whether I need worth or I need to learn more. I, would, I am valuable. I have value. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm alive. Yeah. Is that clearer? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> At least to me. I don't know yeah. about the rest of the audience. But <laughs> yeah. No, it's beautiful. Thank you. But I think, I think we should just, before you end, because mm -hmm. I think it's lovely, we're coming to that point, just, just share the positive motivations, mm -hmm. yeah? Because there's mm -hmm. a couple... So positive motivations, um, you can't put a price tag on the sacred. Any amount is too little and too much. So what Charles was saying, that he always lets the, the reader or the person that's coming to decide. Yeah. But the, the key is that the, the positive motivation is that we want our work to benefit others and ourselves to do our work as beautifully as possible. So that's like an underlining motivation. Huh? We mm -hmm. want our work to benefit, or our art, if you want to say that. We want our art, our work, to benefit others and ourselves, to do our, to offer ourselves as beautifully as possible. Mm -hmm. No? Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and that reminds me of one of the first sentences that the course started with, uh -huh. which was that birds sing just because they want to sing their song. <laughs> and not because they want not only because they want to attract a mate or because they have another agenda mm. <laughs> but because it's a pure expression of them mm. Mm. yeah yeah that's beautiful mm. so the, the the number one and two the motivation is desire to be free um, to create as I just said as good as possible and yeah what do you the question was like a bit like what I said a moment ago, what do you care about? But what do you serve with your gifts? And, and, ah, that weaves in lovely because you loved that seed, didn't you? You want to say it? You know, the one you said so many times, I've heard you say. You even said it the other day when you were going to offer your cacao. So <laughs> Yeah. A, a gift is only a gift when it is needed. Yeah. When it is received as yeah. such. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, a, that was a big one for me. Yeah. Because, and that really gets us to check in now. Okay, I want to give, I want to give, but is there a need for it? Yeah. And that's what you said now. It's like, okay, there's a group here, but I can give a cacao ceremony, but is there a need for it? Mm -hmm. Do people want to come? Because mm -hmm. if they don't, I can share my gifts a different way. I have to put all this preparation and time and energy, and I want to do it knowing that 
it can be received. Yeah. yeah. And then the second motivation is um, that no other way works. Uh, Charles said something lovely. and He said that the reason why he stepped into the gift, or one of the reasons why he stepped into the gifts, his motivation, was that a lot of people that were coming to him have stepped out of the so-called matrix system. You might remember this. And because they've stepped out of the matrix system, they also don't know what other options they have. Mm-hmm. So they were coming and he wants to, he, he wanted to offer that it, it's available to all. Mm-hmm. If you don't have money, you can access it. If you do have money, you can give. And then there's a balance in that. Mm-hmm. So, so people can feel um, supported, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I thought was really, um, yeah, just beautiful. Um, yeah. And love. And for me, I always say um, when, when I started out that you can't put a price tag on love. And love is inclusive. It's not exclusive. Mm. It doesn't create paywalls. It doesn't create barriers. It doesn't say no. That doesn't mean that you, you know, you have to give, give and deplete yourself. But it's like there's a way, you know, there's, there's, there's not this. Um, you need to be a certain person, have a certain amount before you can enter the room. It's like it's, it, everything's come to me as a gift mm. and everything goes to everyone else as a gift. Mm. Even when people ask me after an event, they say, oh, um, uh, do, you, do you think I could have your, your, your music, this, the playlist? And they ask with me with an apprehension because I've, I've also come across this, that people are really, you know, they've, they're tight with their music, mm. right? They've, they've got this music. They've made a playlist and they share it and they don't want to share it on. And I'm like, everything's there. Yeah. I got it from Spotify. I got it from other people. They give it to me. Oh, of course I want to give it to you. Yeah. Use it in the way you want. I don't know whether you'll use it the same way or not. Who cares? Yeah. I'm not going to necessarily come to your event. You're going to reach five other people in the way you want or 10 other people or 20. Let's ripple this on. Mm. I'm not holding on to anything. Mm. You know? Yeah. And this for me is, uh, uh, I don't want to judge those that are because I understand that, you know, there's these there is this kind of like oh I put lots of time and energy in but for me often whenever I've given stuff like literally given it sometimes people don't even use it after mm-hmm. but in that moment they want it you know uh-huh. yeah. yeah so yeah just give freely mm-hmm. so that's it I think for me mm-hmm. you can wrap us up it's lovely <laughs> wrap us up my love all right well I hope that after this conversation and these reflections on this powerful chorus that it's become clear that it is um, about much more than money and that it is really about creating a more beautiful life and a more beautiful world. And that um, ties in with all the other work that Charles does, which is not restricted to this living in the gift course. Mm-hmm. So the, the sentence that, that I have written down here is, the extent to which we can serve a more beautiful world is the extent to which we can serve it. Mm. So yeah, to, yeah, we to, have believe to believe in it. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and if we can see it and if we can envision it, then we can really serve it. Yeah. With our whole hearts. Yeah. Yeah, which I get I get nice goosebumps on that because that really is that's about the community as well, right? That we it's the community. Can we can we can we can we live in this in this mentality, in this ethos in this community of uh, of alive beings mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah wow there you go so we let this flow 
and thank you Lenica for sharing thank you for thank you for going on the journey with me for that mm. for that month such a pleasure yeah it was mm. really good to have the accountability I've um I took a lot of confidence from it personally as well like it it, it reinforced certain things that I'd lived and experienced, but also gave me another lease of confidence while I'm doing this podcast with you. It's like, you know, I want to share it and, and even put it more even in the world. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being a, a catalyst for that too, by saying yes. Mm. Thanks mm-hmm. for the invitation. Mm. Mm. Okay, let's take a nice deep breath in together. One last one. Thank you all for listening, tuning in. Very happy to hear your comments. If you want to share them, please pass this podcast on, share it with your friends. And underneath this podcast, depending on where you look, you're watching, I hope that you will see the link also to Charles Eisenstein's course. Please go and explore that if you feel called. And wherever you are, remember you are the gift. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to another episode of Simon Transparently. This podcast is a call to action, a call into sovereignty, a call to speak our truth and love ourselves fiercely, and for us all to rise up together as love. If you are resonating with my offerings, you can support me by becoming a patron, for which I would be deeply grateful. And you can access more of my content at simontransparently.com. This is our time.